The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together, in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. Virginia coming at you today. Welcome to episode 104 of the Bible Podcast. I'm happy that you're here. If you haven't shared with a friend yet, I would love for you to do that. And if you haven't left us a review with a rating, that would be awesome because we really want to get the show out in front of more people and your ratings and reviews help us to do that. So if this show has impacted you in any way, I'd love to know about it over there. We are continuing our conversation today on how to handle difficult decisions about faith and the Bible. Yesterday, we were reading in 2 Peter. We're going to go ahead and keep up there today in 2 Peter 2, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to see where it's going to go because the top of 2 Peter 2 says the danger of false teachers. Okay, so we're starting off with the wham. If you are excited, buckle up and let's go. If you're driving, speaking of buckling up, then maybe don't get too excited. You know, turn on the listening ears, but also like pay attention to what's going on because, you know, it can be dangerous out there, people, especially if you live um, in the Northern Virginia, D.C. area that I live in because people be crazy out here in the roads. Okay, I digress. We're going to jump into Second Peter 2, the danger of false teachers in verse 1. But there were also false prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who brought them. In this way, they will bring sudden destruction on themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality, and because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago, and their destruction will not be delayed. For God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness, where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world, except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment, so God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling. But the angels who are far greater in power and strength do not dare to bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against those supernatural beings. These false teachers are like unthinking animals, creatures of instinct, born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand. Like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception, 
Even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals, they commit adultery with their eyes, and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin, and they are well-trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. But Balaam was stopped from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with a human voice. These people are as useless as dried up springs or as mist blown away by the wind. They are doomed to blackest darkness. They brag about themselves with empty, foolish boasting, with an appeal to twisted sexual desires. They lure back into sin those who barely escape from a lifestyle of deception. They promise freedom, but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption. For you are a slave to whatever controls you. And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way to righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. They prove the truth of this proverb, a dog returns turns to its vomit. And another says, a washed pig returns to the mud. I mean, I guessed at the top of the chapter that it would be a little intense. And I wasn't wrong. Okay, guys, I, I wasn't wrong. This one was, this is heavy. I need a coffee break. Okay. Wow. So what do we do here? What do we do here? When we're trying to think of the question of how do we handle difficult decisions about faith and the Bible, when we're uh, at a crossroads for those difficult decisions, I think what the lesson here is, go to God first. I know, ground shattering, earth breaking. I think I mix those two up. (laughs) Go to God first. I was talking a little bit about it last week of, hey, You know, is your mom the first person you call when something happens? If you need help, do you call a friend? I talked on that a little bit last week, but if you missed it, the Lord is gracious and he brought it back here. Because if you're handling a difficult decision, there are so many wolves in sheep clothing. There is so many people who would sit at your fellowship tables. You know what that means? Your fellowship tables, fellowship is a word that at least nowadays is often used in the church about church folk, about church people. Okay, you're at church and you guys go get some lunch later. You're fellowshipping with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay, they're sitting at your fellowship table and they're trying to lure you back into sin and darkness. They're proud and arrogant. Okay, like they don't think they're going to get caught. They don't. They lure unstable people into sin. They're well-trained. So I'm not saying like never trust anyone in your life or like don't trust anybody in your church. But what I'm saying is if this is our warning which is stern. This is a warning because I don't know about you, but when I read these words, I don't think like, oh man, God's just like really having a hard time. He's really talking down to some people here. This is also a warning because if you're a right Christian, if you are being a righteous person, if you are trying to live a holy life and follow Jesus, if you're trying to apprentice under the Lord and learn how to live and move the way he moves and you hear this, yeah, this is a warning. Let this be a lesson is basically what's going on here. So take that and know that while you may not be able to go to everyone, while there may be people who are unstable, who are trying to pull you into sin, aka also make the wrong decision, because often sin is just that simple. You're just making the wrong decision. Go to God first with whatever your decision, your question, your trouble is. Go to him first. Pray. Ask. Seek and you shall find is what the Bible says. Knock and I will answer is what God says. 
So go to him first and have him be the one who helps you through this decision process, okay? And read your word, get in your word, because if you're in your Bible, if you're reading it, and I know you, I mean, come on, I know you are because we're listening to the podcast together. Good job, guys. We're doing it. Um, It'll make it easier because when you hear, you'll be easier to not be deceived because you're like, no, no, that doesn't sound like the Bible. That doesn't sound like God's word. Maybe someone's trying to trick me here. Okay. This has been a longer episode, but I appreciate you guys. You're the best. Thank you for being here. And uh, I hope we catch you back tomorrow for episode 105. We're wrapping up this conversation here um, in 2 Peter 3. Hope you all are having a great day and uh, I'll see you there. Bye everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience and I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today and until next time, much love from The Bible Podcast.